What a week it's been. So much to talk about and so many things we can't talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the villain Marty Scurll and you are listening to Behind, no sorry, what was it? Me and my friend Mark, we're gonna stop watching. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. All right, how's it going, everyone? We're 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 back. We you thought we were dead, but we're no. not. We're Much back. like David Arquette, you cannot kill behind the gorilla. You cannot kill behind the gorilla. It's impossible, mostly because I mean we're kind of dead already, so <laughs> can't really can't really kill much a, further than that. So we're that's no. one way of putting it. I was just gonna say because it's you know because it's easy because we just I don't know for me I just hop on the phone and we just talk about wrestling for a while. I don't know what you do. There's probably more. There's more work involved on your end, I know. But still. Yeah, yeah, on the, on I, the on So the I was going to say the bar is low, but you're just out there and you're like, nah, nobody cares. So that's that's fine, too. Hey. But it is fine. It, it is, is fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I was – I've been moving the last two weekends or, you know, like packing and then moving. It was a whole thing. And now I'm now I'm settled. I'm not unpacked. But I wanted to record today because I don't want to leave you good listeners. Because listen, if you're listening to this, God bless you. You deserve some content from this if you care. (laughs) If you're nice enough to listen, we should be Uh, nice enough to record an episode for you. So that is one way. You're welcome. I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Back. Yeah. Um. One day we'll have a real episode. Um. Mm -hmm. One day. One day again. Mm -hmm. It, It will happen at some point. But sure. But these uh, hiatuses lend themselves mm-hmm. to us just talking about random stuff that's going on because there's usually yeah. a backup of uh, of things going on. Although this time, not really. <laughs> there's not really yeah, much of a nothing. backup because AEW basically only had one show for like two weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you can kind of you can kind of tell, can't you, that both AEW and WWE know they're about to go like touring in front of fans again and are just like, all right, we're not going to, we're not going to do too much right now. Like I know I I don't imagine you watched hell in a cell and I barely, I haven't watched any wrestling the last week and a half. I only just watched dynamite because I knew we were going to record today and I wanted to be able to talk about it. But like from what I gather, hell in a cell, the pay-per-view was just a whole lot of non finishes. Like it was clearly, a well we're contractually obligated to have a pay-per-view now but we don't want to tip our cards on anything because we're about to start touring live again and we want to tell all our good stories and angles and pay-per-views when we get in front of people again mm-hmm. so whether that happens or not i don't know but it, it's not like a ton of stuff has been going on the last few weeks yeah yeah i mean that that's that's yeah that's what i was talking about there it really doesn't seem like there's anything to there's really been no developments the whole wrestling industry just seems to be on this kind of cruise control for the time being like you said just in anticipation mm. for for touring and all that stuff to start nobody nobody's really doing anything and then t and then um aew has even more of a problem because well tnt does the basketball playoffs <laughs> and so they're at the mercy of whenever basketball games happen which are pretty much every wednesday yeah. so 
uh, they keep having to change the days that they do dynamite. We had it. Um, was there ever one on Thursday or was it just Fridays? And then, and then Saturday, Friday, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So, um, there was basically one AEW show for like two weeks because the last one (laughs) had to wait all the way till Saturday, um, this past week to, uh, to do a show. So that's been, that hasn't helped them at all. Cause that's just mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, but yeah, um, I, I don't even know what, what we need to, how we need to start with this. I don't even know where to start. Well, so here's the thing. Some more people got released yesterday or Friday. Oh yeah. 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 That happened. Here's the thing. Even the releases like weren't as big a deal as the releases that happened before. So right, it's not, not even, even like close. we're going to get on here and be like, what? That's crazy. It's like, oh yeah, they finally released Tyler Breeze. Like I mm-hmm. like Tyler Breeze. Yeah. But when you, you could have seen that notification over any time over the last like three years and not really been surprised. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that going on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I can't think of anything else that happened unless you just want to bounce through dynamite again. It's a weird, like very slow, very dead period to be a wrestling fan. The summer I always think, is. The summer's always yeah. bad. The, I will say this, maybe not the next two months, but WWE is going to go absolutely all out for SummerSlam this year. And I don't know mm-hmm. when that build is going to start in earnest, but that show at the end of August in Las Vegas in a full arena, they, they're going to try to knock that out of the park. And I would yeah. be, maybe not shocked, but I would be very disappointed if they don't have a couple really quality storylines and feuds starting in another few weeks. But it's very possible that they don't. And it's just bad. Um there's a lot there's a lot of like build AEW shows coming up. Are any of them is there a pay-per-view or is it mostly just No, the big next house pay-per-view shows. is going to be all out in September. Okay. So it's just okay. those like you know, those named episodes of Dynamite that they like to do. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Somebody this is not really that related, but somebody at work who knows I like wrestling came up and was like, "Hey, AEW's got a bunch of pay-per-views coming up, right?" And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like they have fighter fest, but that's not a real thing. That's just a, like you said, that's just kind of a named episode. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there anything else big going on? David Arquette's not really doing anything. I can't think of any major news. Um, Bailey lost her title match to Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. That was lame, but, you know, <laughs> she probably cheated to lose. So, whatever. It's fine. She'll get it back. Yeah, She'll win money in the bank or something. Well, that's very disappointing. We don't have Harris's nice input on what WWE is going through. So, oh, well. Somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody did the math and figured out that there are four active women on the SmackDown roster right now. It's literally, wow. it's like, it's Carmella and Liv Morgan and Bailey and Bianca Belair. <laughs> like, that's it. Huh. So, I don't know. We're probably about to see a whole lot of Liv Morgan in the next few weeks, which is fine. Sure, um, sure. I don't know, man. It's hard to, even if I didn't have a lot of stuff going on in my personal life that involved, you know, looking for a house and packing up and moving and all that kind of stuff. It's re- it's a hard time to follow wrestling. I gotta be honest. It's uh, 
you know, it's not hard. That's not the right word. Yeah. It's still very easy. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing too crazy going on right now. So this is going to be a real quality episode. Are we just going to talk about dynamite and then balance or what? Probably. Yeah, okay, if there was cool. ever a time okay. for us to have actual topics, it's the summer of wrestling. Yeah, um, maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tell me this real quick before we get to this week's episode, because I watched this week's episode. I didn't watch last week's episode. I didn't have time to catch back up. Sure, sure. Was the cage fight any good? I know that was like their big, <sighs> it big was... stipulation that they had. Yeah, it was... Um... <sighs> like, okay... <laughs> I kind of <laughs> okay. No, that's an. Answer. I didn't really care much for the, like. I I don't fault AEW for doing this type of stuff, but I don't like it. Um, but mm-hmm. I get it, so I just I let it go, and so I didn't care at all. Um, it started off the show. I was like, fine. I kind of had it on while I was making dinner, and I and I would casually, you know, occasionally just kind of see what they were doing, and I was like, oh, this this isn't bad. Like you mm-hmm. know, for a cage fight what, like they're doing stuff it's like this is bad. and then when i finished and i actually was sitting down and not glancing at it and watching it completely it was it was not good it was <laughs> like it's it's I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to when you have something that we all are so familiar with how it looks mm-hmm and now you're trying to professional wrestling it. it it's just stupid. Like it's just <laughs> it it's it's just dumb because you're like I know what a fight looks like. I I know what it looks like. <laughs> it's not this. <laughs> like, and it's not their yeah. fault. Like I mean, it, it, you know, as far as what it was, they probably did as good of a job as they could. And like I said, parts of it I thought were actually done well. Um. But it just can't. It's just goofy. Like it's it's what it's why wrestling works because they take something, uh, something that's inherently goofy. They're fake fighting, but with the way wrestling has been laid out, and you know, and obviously that's changed over the past several several decades. But with the way a wrestling match is, is usually ta- happens, like it's like when you watch a movie with supers or whatever. Like if it's consistent with that world. It works. Mm-hmm. And then when you are like, yeah, now this is the professional wrestling world. We've established this. And now we're going to do a real fight. You're like, like, wait, yeah. And it's one thing if you're doing like street fight or some of that stuff, because, you know, it's gimmicky. It, there's it's part of that. It's, it's an established part of that world. But right. then when you do this, you're like, well, now you're combining two things and you're breaking the illusion. And now it just looks really stupid. That's yeah. the way I feel whenever they do stuff like that. So, like I said, they probably did the best that they could, um, and some of it was decent, but it's just a stupid idea. It's just you—you you need someone. Hey, Tony, this is really dumb. Let's think of something else. <laughs> yeah. Th- okay. That definitely. Tracks. That was way I, too long, but that was my. That's that's my. No, that's take good. On I mean, that. listen. That's that's the episode, right? That's because that's the only thing from last week's episode of Dynamite that even piqued my interest at all. I was like, oh, all right, so they're doing that. Like, that's the kind of thing that I feel like it it makes perfect sense on paper because I feel yeah. like what happened is like a few weeks ago there there was a promo where basically Inner Circle and the Pinnacle basically like paired up because there's you know like good and evil versions of each of them. So there's going to be a wait. 
No, not quite. But like Wardlow is fighting Jake Hager, and I feel like at some point FTR is going to fight Santana and Ortiz. That's their names. Wow. And Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like they all paired up, and they're all going to have their own different matches. And if you're going to have the 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 Hoss fight the Hoss, the Wardlow fight, Jake Hager fight. Mm-hmm. I get why he would say, "Oh well, I've done an MMA fight once. Let's let's do that." But like all that makes sense on paper. But yeah, I can see exactly what you're saying. Like when they bill it as an MMA fight, but it's clearly being worked. Like something right. about wrestling. If you watch wrestling, you have a, a much greater sense of suspension of disbelief when they're in the you know the traditional wrestling ring. Right. And when you see, because it was in an octagon, right? Uh, I, 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 I don't remember if it was an octagon or if they just had like a short cage. Okay. But when you see something that's like clearly structured to be like that and it doesn't flow the way, you know, an actual fight does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see that being wonky. I didn't know they opened the show with it. At least they did that. Uh, Another, another issue. And I just remember that now. Um, and again, this is no fault to anybody, but Aubrey Edwards was the ref and she's refing like a wrestling ref. And which is not her fault. Like that's, you know, yeah. that's just, I'm sure just no thought was put into that. But when she's like, you know, jumping around and, and doing stuff you were used to, it doesn't stand out when you're watching a wrestling match again, right. because it's part of that. But when you see that it, it's something that stood out to me, like refs don't do anything in fights. Zero. They stay completely out of the way and they right. go in there and that's they, they end job. the fight. That's basically it. Or, or obviously if rules are broken or whatever, like that's it. Um, but in, in wrestling, the ref's part of the whole presentation. Um, so it, that kind of was off putting to watching Aubrey Edwards professional ref or professional wrestling ref this fight that's yeah. going on, which was kind of funny. But because the whole time you're just sitting there and regard and honestly, regardless of even how good they do, you're sitting there. You're like, Jake Hager would kick the ever living crap out of Wardlow in like five seconds. Like we all know it. <laughs> one's a real fighter. One's not like, right. It's just like he's going to shoot the double leg and just yeah. pound on him until if it was maybe yeah. like yeah. two actual fighters working it, then at least that is kind of taken out of it. But yeah, it's it's you know again I get it they're trying to change things up they, I I get I get it I get all of it but it's still dumb. Yeah, well I'm glad I asked. That's because that's it, it is an interesting idea and I will probably go back and watch it just to see what it feels like. Yeah, because it's always fun when people try to come up with new gimmick matches even if it's hard for them to work. But mm-hmm yeah all right nothing that weird happened this week i gotta be honest it was pretty it was a little bit more laid back i feel like yeah yeah um yeah there was a lot of kind of weird stuff that happened two weeks ago um with like the the uh the darby allen handicap match and there, there was a lot of a lot of stuff oh, going right. on two weeks ago because he just picked himself right yeah he didn't have a partner yep <laughs> yep that was, that Look, was funny I, that's a surprise i'll give him that he's that's stupid on his part. Yeah. But like the kind of stupid that like I can like in character works for him. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, he wouldn't care I that I think that's stupid. And look, that's a great twist. I'll give him that. I didn't see it coming. I think everybody heard. Oh, surprise partner. I was like, oh, well, Tommy yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And Darby Allen's like, no, I can do it. I'll be I'll be fine. <laughs> 
I don't know. I kind of like that. I thought it was. Yeah, I no, it was I, in character. I um, yeah. and and they did a good job. All three guys did a good job of making this seem, you know, like a comp, like like it it kind of worked. Like I don't know, but um, I don't really know what the point of any of it was, but but it, it was done it was done pretty well, <laughs> done pretty well for what it was. But. but anyway, yeah, yeah. This past week was pretty uh, yeah, pretty uneventful. There's n- not a whole lot was really done at all as far as story or anything like that because again we're just kind of in this holding pattern more or less for the time being and um that's more what this episode really kind of felt like they had they had, they had a hook you know with the main event and then they kind of were like eh that's fine we don't really need to do much else and yeah it, it's fine and, and, you know and, and again that's fine like it's week in and week out stuff it's crazy they're all over the place with different days like you know i think that's fair it's fair to have right. a show like that and it was still fine you know it's been a weird season of wrestling when like on this week's episode of dynamite they're like yeah next wednesday night when we're back and you're like oh thank goodness mm-hmm. like they're not even <laughs> building matches for the pay-per-view they're building up ep- matches for the next real episode of dynamite yeah on wednesday night at 8 p.m as god intended mm-hmm. yep yeah which is kind of funny uh Although, I mean, there was still some stuff done. I mean, I, like with the first match with Hangman and and, um, and Will Hobbs with uh, the whole Team Taz thing with Brian Cage, which is – so that was pushed forward, which I thought – and that was that was fun. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I like Brian Cage and Ricky Starks going at it. Yeah. And I, I like Taz. I, I like Taz just being utterly confused at the same time. <laughs> I really enjoy – I'm trying to get more into Team Taz – now that they're not like, I don't know, Scooby Doo villains with Sting every weekend yeah. or every week. Like I, I, I like the infighting. I like that there's a little bit more of a story here. And yeah, yeah, no. So I was fine with that too. I thought that was that was a nice little touch. And it would have been like, I don't know. That was a good match because a lot of dynamite matches, you know exactly who's going to win, and like that's not really the point. I could have seen them cheating Hangman out of this win and like keeping him on the downswing for a little while before they build him back up again. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that, but I, yeah, this was a fun opener, and I think they have actual stuff to do for Team Taz now. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I like that. Did I? That was did fun. I tell you the guy behind me at Daly's place called that Brian Cage like face turn beginning to a T yeah. at double or nothing? <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. So now every time I see him, I think about that guy. But I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I didn't watch the Conan and Tully Blanchard thing because I didn't care. Uh, is he – who is – oh, okay. Well, so you might not know this then, but who is he representing? I think – I don't think Conan's really representing anybody. I think he's they were just, talking. I mean, I mean, he did a thing. He's kind of doing a thing with the, you know, or Santana and Ortiz, but I think it, he's not really with anybody as far as I know. Yeah. Cause like Tully was talking about FTR and he was talking about somebody, but I can't remember who. And I remember thinking, I don't mean, it started with a P something. I oh, well, remember. yeah. But, I mean, that's Santana and Ortiz. That's their tag team name. Okay, yeah. see, here's the thing. That shouldn't be news to me. You can't call them Santana and Ortiz for three years and then just start giving them a tag team. <laughs> no, name. that's always been their name. 
it, I've never heard them called that on yeah. Dynamite Television before. Well, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's always been their tag team name. <sighs> See, okay, maybe this is me being an idiot. That's it fair. Is. But I feel it like is. your branding is a little off if you keep calling them Santana and Ortiz and never call them by their tag team name. Proud and powerful, yeah. Never. <sighs> okay. But well, yeah, they yeah, don't. Nice yeah, yeah, but they. Yeah, they don't. You really use that all that much, but yeah, that's that's their name. No. But yeah, so okay. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with Conan. I mean, obviously he's doing this thing kind of with them, but I don't know what the how far that goes. That'll be that'll be interesting. But yeah, yeah but that it's always it's always scream. fun having the 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 legend managers, whatever. I mean, it you know, so that'll be interesting, I guess. Oh yeah, it wasn't bad. It just it does kind of scream like, oh, Conan was free this weekend. Let's fly yeah. him down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit um uh well he was in the uh um stadium stampede match right that's right there. that's right he was like in the bar right? yeah that was okay mm-hmm. so they've been doing a little bit but uh okay matt seidel and dante martin in a match it was fine um it was more you know it, it's it's good. It's, it's a good wrestling match. What? Well, no, hang on. The, the only thing I remember about this was that was Vicky Guerrero choosing to come out oh, and try to yeah. talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I, got yeah. interrupted by another entrance because it was the beginning of a wrestling match. Like, right. I don't know what in kayfabe she thought would happen. Uh, it yeah. was like they that didn't give her a slot to talk. So she was like, oh, yeah, I'll just walk out. And they were like, well, you okay, but we got this match going on. Like, we're going to send Matt Seidel out and turn your mic off. Yeah. It was weird. It yeah. was weird and unfocused. It was. It was strange. Um, But it, it was fine. Whatever. Uh, I guess it'll be Matt Seidel versus Andrade is the next thing, which, uh, yes, please. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's do That'll that. That'll be awesome. Let's do that a million times. <laughs> That's going to be wonderful. I cannot wait to watch Seidel versus Andrade wrestling because, oh, that's that's going to be so much fun. That's going to be so How much long fun. do you think they keep him with Vicky Guerrero? Uh, hopefully um, exactly negative 12 more days. Yeah, it's <laughs> just never. Yeah, it's the worst thing yeah, ever, ever done in the history of the world. There's no way that, it, like in six months, we look back and we're like, yeah, look at this run they've got. Like, there's no way. There's nope. just no way. Like, I... I don't know. We'll talk about her more later, but that's, that's, we don't need to talk to about her more at all. Um, <laughs> well, no, she's got a match. Mark. I don't care. Uh, I know I skipped all that. Um, I heard her. So, okay. Well, let me talk about it then. I heard Britt Baker reference Vicky. And I was like, who is that? Because I was like, there's no way that in the year of our Lord 2021, yeah. AEW is going to trot out Vicky Guerrero in a wrestling match. Surprise. Uh, but but we're gonna. I don't I don't understand, Mark. Do you want do you want me to boo Britt Baker if you're Tony Khan? Because if you do, the way to do that is not to put her in a match against Vicky Guerrero. And Nyla Rose. <laughs> and Nyla Rose. Listen, I don't – she's fine. <sighs> but she's been the diet Nia Jax of the women's division for like her entire run there. I'm not so going to root for her now, especially if you pair her up with Vicky Guerrero. No. Like, if you put her, like if you put Nyla Rose in a tag team with like Chris Statlander or something and – or or – Ty Conti and you do this like odd couple thing 
then okay. Like in that context, I can root for Nyla Rose. But now when you pair her up with Vicky Guerrero. No, And here's the thing, Mark. She's playing a heel in the first hour of the show and then cutting a promo as a baby face in the second hour of the show. It doesn't make any sense. No. I don't. I don't get it, man. I'm not even mad about it because, like, Britt Baker is coming off a historic title win. She's not going to lose it anytime soon. So whoever she fights right now, it really doesn't matter. Like, I would way rather we have this dumb nothing feud with Vicky Guerrero than she's fighting Thunder Rosa right now. Right, right. But I I don't understand. I really don't, and I skipped her babyface promo. Like it was, yep. it was Britt Baker and Reba talking. Yep. I skipped all and of it. Then cut to Vicky, and Vicky was like, "Listen up, Britt Baker." Nope. Like, no, nope. like you can't, you can't do that in the nope. first hour of the show. Like the second segment, come out and try to derail the show, and then come back and be like, "No, but I know I'm old, but I'm gonna fight." Like you can't do that. <sighs> no. No, baffling. No, it's terrible. Um, but uh, the uh, we we're setting up uh, Sammy Guevara wrestling uh, MJF. Isn't isn't that the next? Yeah, that's like, Pinnacle versus cool. Inner Circle. Yeah, that's gonna that's be awesome. That's like one on one. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so I I think I'm misremembering this, but I thought the way they originally all paired up. Was it was going to be Wardlow and Hager, FTR, and what was it? Proud and what? Proud and powerful. Santana and Proud Ortiz. and powerful. And Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears, Jericho and MJF. Right. Like as the heads of the factions. Right. So I'm a little surprised that they're doing Sammy Guevara, MJF. It'll be good. Well, like, is it, well Jericho's hurt still, isn't he? Oh, okay. No, that makes sense then. That's probably why they're doing that. Yeah. So okay. I think no, that... no, no, that's fine. I think that's why. And but again, I, to be honest, this makes even more sense to me mm-hmm. because it was always MJF and Sammy Guevara like the whole time. So I think this is even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And like you know, when when MJF was in the inner circle, there was all that infighting. There, right. this is a natural feud progression. Yep, certainly. And I don't think there's gonna. One, I don't think there's going to be a definitive finish, which is fine. Yeah. Two, not. this is not going to be the last time we watch these two fight in a singles match. Nope. So nope. It, it has a very like Rock and Austin fighting for the Intercontinental title feeling to it. Like we're going to look back on this in five years and be like, yep, that was it. That throwaway episode on Dynamite. But we knew what we yeah. had. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's going to be cool. Yeah, I think you 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 could be exactly right, and I, I yeah, I'm super excited about. it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> or one of them will be working for WWE and working 205 uh, Live yeah. in between NXT shows. Yeah, that's yeah, that's we'll a depressing <laughs> but very possible reality. It is, sadly, it is. Um, uh, Ethan Page wrestled uh, one of the Bear Brothers or whatever the name of that tag team is which mm-hmm. i forgot bear country is that what it is yeah it is it's yeah. Bear country so one of those guys and that was that was fine um yeah it was it was fine 
Okay, what did he say afterwards? Because I skipped this one for the sake of time, and it looked like he uh, cut a little promo afterwards. I think he – oh, he was just cutting a promo on uh, Darby Allen talk, and setting up their next so match. That, They're okay, going to wrestle so in a coffin happening. match in two weeks. Well, that's – okay. Road Rager. That's the name of the one – the episode in two weeks. Oh, my word. Yeah, on the – Okay, well, I hope that's not the main event because those are – have you ever seen a good coffin match? Um, no, uh, not there's probably not one really. that like Shawn Michaels and the undertaker had at some point, right? Yeah, they did. That was the one where Shawn Michaels got hurt. Um, right. I, I don't really care don't for know. them really ever. Um, no, especially yeah. if well, it's not, if someone na- not named the undertaker isn't in it, it's kind of defeats the purpose right. but i mean i again i get it it's another thing i get it i get their, yep. their thought process but just y- y- no <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah no I, I i track i'm tracking with you i see where this is going i, I see the create the creative meeting taking place and how someone came up with this idea because uh they hadn't spoken yet and they thought oh this is good enough to at least have me be heard and then then they went with it and it was like wait wait a minute Maybe this wasn't the best thing to have been brought up, but here we are. Who knows? I don't know. These these two guys are great. Um, I'd much rather see them in a normal match first, but sure. Yeah. Well, or just like a hardcore match or something. Yeah. But maybe here's yeah. the thing. Maybe it's completely different from a casket match, which is the WWE match. Right. Maybe That's the what I don't match. know. I don't know if they're <laughs> if it's just going to be a casket match or if they're going to make it something else. I. Of all the of all the non WWE knockoff gimmick matches, I, I I think that's a really funny one. That might be my favorite, just for how understated it is. Because I was like, oh yeah. yeah, coffin match, of course. And then I was like, wait, that's not. It is different. Maybe yeah. it'll be a. I I don't know, buried alive match. I don't know what else it could be, but. Yeah, yeah I I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna <laughs> do it. So, again, it's another what? thing of all right this. Seems like a dumb idea. We'll see if what they can, how they can execute it. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I'll. It'll be like the MMA fight. Honestly, I'll tune in just to see. Which I'm sure is kind of what they're going for with a lot of yeah. this stuff. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. So whatever. We'll we'll see. Uh, then uh, Statlander wrestled the bunny. It it was on. I I was not paying attention while this I match was, was big... on. So there's a moment where the bunny is given brass knuckles and Orange Cassidy takes them and puts them in his pockets like he puts his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. I was a fan of that. Okay, um, that's good. And listen, it's it's important that they give women time to, you know, get in the ring and get out sure. there and get better. It's sure. cool to have Statlander back just to have another face in the division. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have any other strong feelings about it. I just liked the uh, brass knuckles of the pocket spot. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, easily amused. Uh, so uh, Statlander won, but then they immediately get beat up at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. So that happened. Um, I'm not really sure where any of that's going, <laughs> but... Yeah, the Hardy yeah. family's involved. There's a lot of random people involved in in what's going on here. Um, yeah, so I guess it's just going to be kind of Orange Cass Orange Cassidy and the Hardy family now. Which I thought it was a Hardy family and Christian Cage. Um, 
Yeah. So I don't know where any of that's going. It's uh, it's kind of a mess right now. But yeah, I yeah I can't tell the direction. Um, I know they're doing something with Christian and Hardy. I think they are wrestling in the next couple weeks. I don't know if they've made an official match, but I'm pretty sure. Well, they definitely will after right, what right. happened after the main event. Yeah, so I'm not exactly sure the next step for any of this stuff. Um, I guess the next step now looks like Jungle Boy and Christian Cage having some tag team matches. That's, I guess, what will be the next thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, speaking of that, we have the main event. Okay, hang on. One more thing before it. we get to this. Oh, sure. I don't blame you for skipping it because it wasn't a match. But Miro is the United uh, – not the United States champion. Goodness me. The TNT <laughs> champion. Yeah, yeah. He's so good, dude. He's so oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I love him so much. I think he might kill Brian Pillman next week. But like it's he's not a good guy, like in Kayfabe, but I just I love him so much. I want to see him do this for the next six months at least. Yeah, no, he's I'm I'm yeah, I, yeah, it's great. I he, like um it. there was a moment so he's doing this thing. I've realized this recently. It's very, very funny to me. To see, I, I think because I'm a Christian, so we, you know, you and I, we both grew up with this, like, to see people name drop Christian imagery in a place where, like, you don't expect it at all, oh, completely yeah. out of the blue and with no context. So, like, for example, I remember this so distinctly because it cracked me up. There was a bit, like, several weeks ago where I think Moxley and Kingston vandalized – Kenny Omega and like all those people's locker room and either Gallows or Anderson was irate and was like, I can't believe that they did this. This is the place where we sit in a circle every week and praise the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And it was never addressed. Like they just, they, they just went on by, but it cracked me up. And then Miro did it after he won the TNT title. He came back out and he was like, first of all, I just want to thank Jesus Christ for keeping me safe. And then he goes on in this heel promo and it kills me, man. It kills me every time. And he did it again this week. He said, I think I want to thank God for keeping me safe and for keeping my hot wife flexible. <laughs> and that's, that's just the most gangster thing I've ever heard. Like <laughs> if anybody else said it, it would be ridiculous, but because he's Miro and he's got that Bulgarian accent and he's just jacked, you're like, Oh, that's terrifying. That's, <laughs> that's unbelievable. So he's literally just calling himself God's favorite champion now. And I'm really excited to see where that goes. Cause it's, it's ridiculous, but my word yeah. is it entertaining. Yeah. That's uh, that's good. I did forget about that. So that's that's good. Good point to mention. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, this main event was really really looking forward to it because these guys can go. And um, Harris, they went, they went for it. It was great. Best decision ever. Kicking out Marco Stunt right at the beginning. Great idea. <laughs> Great idea. That set the stage, man. Right then, I was like, oh, man, I'm in. This is going to be great. And uh, it was. It was. It, it was exactly, again, just because something is incredibly predictable does not mean that that's a bad thing or that's not how it should happen. And it's not even just, you know, obviously Kenny Omega is winning this match. It's 
you know, going in, I'm like, okay, this is the match where they go. They gave him like 20 minutes, and you have him go, and you just are literally just letting Jungle Boy do whatever. That's that's what this match. That's what it's for. This match is for Jungle Boy 100, yeah. percent and that's the way you need to lay it out. You need to give him at least one big near fall. Um, like there's just a few beats and, and they hit, they hit everything. It was basically by the book, how you try and build up new talent in big stages. And I, and they executed it perfectly. It, it was exactly what it was supposed to be. Then, um, you know, he, he gets his offense in, he takes it to the champ is able to power out, you know, certain things. And then, you know, obviously is going to lose in the end, um, to the champion, but, I, I thought they did it wonderfully, and it made Jungle Boy look like a million bucks, like he already has been looking for the past year, and it raises his stock, puts him closer into the actual, you know, challenger-type role, and I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. I think it's a testament to the AEW product that you can have a main event that everyone knows is going to go exactly one way and nobody cares because like Kenny Omega is such a big deal that just getting in the ring with him is a big deal. And the fans are so on board with the story you're telling that they're going to root for jungle boy, even though they know he's going to lose. You know what I mean? Like that's a hard thing to pull off. And I, you know, the way WWE booking operates, I mean, they will book the same two people in a match week after week, after week, after week, after week. And, not doing that the the benefit to that is a match like this where you're like yeah this is a big deal like it's kind of a one-off it's on an episode of dynamite but we haven't seen it before and it's a big deal because we haven't seen these two tangle before and i want to see what jungle boy can do and he's he's good mm-hmm. the kid can go oh yeah so you get a lot of really fun moments and a lot of really fun spots you get to show off how big of a douchebag kenny omega is but you know you still make him look strong he still wins mm-hmm. he still you know he walks out of the entrance ramp wearing all four of the belts like tied around him like a suit of armor it's ridiculous <laughs> but yeah no it was it was really solid I, i'm i'm less enthusiastic about the very confused series of run-ins that happened right after that mm-hmm. you know like i was like my sister had some friends over while i was finishing up the main event and they were like oh okay so who's you know it's funny to hear people who aren't wrestling fans be like, yeah, Jungle Boy has more of a like complete look. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he is a Tarzan boy and Kenny Omega is just a guy. So I can see how that, you know, right. The costuming makes sense. And then when people started to run in, I was thinking I would explain like, oh, that's this guy's friends and that's this guy's friends. Uh, but that's not really how it worked. <laughs> like I could, I was like, oh, yeah, that's. Uh, Christian, he's yeah. He talked to him earlier in the show, so I guess they're friends. Um, that's that's Matt. Well, Hardy. that was he set up at Double or Nothing. The run-in. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like you know, I'm just thinking about it in terms of like, what have I seen recently? Like oh, he gotcha. Beat him at Double or Nothing, and he's like, "Hey, you got to go get this." And then he talks to him tonight, and he was, and I like that promo tonight where he's like, yeah, "Hey, it was great. Don't just be happy to be here. Like, you need to be mad. You need to get out there and knock this guy out." That was really good. That promo was. And oh, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. That promo was amazing. That was really a good. Fantastic, especially because it wasn't even. It didn't even have anything to do with Christian. He literally cut a promo. Not even involving himself. And it was incredible. That's good booking, though. We're like, hey, listen, let's get Christian to cut this guy's promo. Yeah. But yeah, and I like that, like, 
because you know he's going to lose. Like that's the whole point is he's this tremendous underdog who's just happy to be there. I mean, and he, you know, in kayfabe, he doesn't know he's going to lose. But Christian's like, dude, don't just be happy to be here. Like you need to get mad and go win this thing. And that was a great little mm-hmm. – I, I like Jungle Boy as this, you know, relatively – young-hearted kid and christian is the guy with the veteran savvy coming in and be like no 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 like i've been around don't just take that from him that's a that was a really fun combination of things but mm-hmm. like i love luchasaurus obviously but like it wouldn't make sense for him to do that because yeah. he hasn't been in you know crazy wrestlemania matches like it does mean more coming from christian so that was great mm-hmm. and then matt hardy came out because he doesn't like christian they've right. talked a little bit they've they and have then, a thing and then the Bucks came out because – have they had a – Kenny issue with Omega. Christian? Yeah, because they're there. friends with Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah. see, it kind of – I get it again on paper, but the way all of that was executed, it felt like a real unfocused mess. Yeah, and it was. It was a weird it was way great. to end the show. Well, it's also boring because every week is the same thing. They do the yeah. same type of big all-heel heat run-in. It's like every week, and and they are trying so hard to make Matt and Nick actual heels, and it just is pathetic. Every uh, time I, you're sitting here, you're like, ugh. Every time they come on, it's just like, go away. You guys are the biggest tryhards in all of wrestling, and you suck at it. See, I think I think their promo earlier was actually was, was very good. I think to me they are on that level where th- they're so annoying, but by leaning into the annoying, it is working. But it doesn't really work with with a beatdown because their offense is still so light and fluffy. Like in right. a match, their offense is so insane that it looks like they're like. It, I think I said this after Double or Nothing. They appear to be doing it sarcastically, and it somehow <laughs> works as like this heel thing. But when they're coming in and they're like super kick party, it's not really a brutal beatdown mm, to no. close the show. You know what I mean? But the, b- beyond them, like that kind of thing only works if it doesn't it, like it's genuinely unexpected and annoying. Yeah. Or if they do some crazy like beat em up spot. Like, he was going to brain him with the title belt. Kenny Omega was the Jungle Boy after the match. Like, if he had done that and you end the show on this note of, like, seriousness or, you know, like there's an el- a degree of elevation to doing something like mm-hmm. that or, you know, some crazy table spot, like an injury spot, basically. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a DDT on the concrete, whatever. They didn't really do any of that either. They nope. just – they they teased the belt and then had 17 different people come running in. And then it ended with a super kick party. Like, didn't really work, but – I don't know. We're we're nitpicking. It was fine. Sure. And the match was great and whatever. Like I, I Kenny Omega's good. Jungle Boy's good. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's great. It's very funny trying to hear Jim Ross try to call a beat down and plug the next week's episode of Dynamite <laughs> at the same time. Because they have to be like they literally said this at one point. Like they're talking about the beatdown and they're like, opportunistic sons of bitches, that's what I call them. <laughs> What a great show. Tune in next Wednesday. We'll be back. Like they literally <laughs> said the words, what a great show as jungle boy is like dying in the middle of the ring. Very, very funny. I yeah. enjoyed that quite a lot, but yeah, that's a good mixed point. signals to say the least. And eh, just a tad. 
just a little bit. That's that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, well, so that was that. That was that show. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it being on Wednesday again. That'll be fun. It feels like a big show just because they're they're back. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely uh, see why they're moving to DBS. Yeah, that and I think that just annoys me because TNT is a cooler brand. It yeah, sounds it is. cooler it and is. it's like, you know, marketed a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the first or second week of this, I was like, oh, I see why they're doing that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Don't want to see them get. Although, I mean, they're going to have to go through the same thing with the baseball playoffs. So with TBS. Hmm. So I didn't even think about that. You know, it to uh, be well, honest, it might okay. even affect it even more potentially. Okay, so we'll we've see. solved nothing actually. Yeah, we'll yeah, see no, what we'll... happens. Uh, <laughs> I think ultimately it's just because TBS is a big is the bigger channel than than TNT, and I think that's that's yeah. more of the reason why they're why they're making the move. Which again, again you know, it doesn't matter. Um, really, it really doesn't. But but I'm with no. you. It's like TNT is just cooler, and that's where WCW was and, and everything. So it's like yeah, that's it does. Part it feels too. like it's losing an element of that in moving. I agree with you. I do like that they're keeping the TNT title, the TNT title, though. I, I know some people didn't really like that. And they were like, just call it the television title. Yeah. But I think it's a good way to keep that branding alive and that heritage alive. And if like completely hypothetically, like if AEW's still around in 20 years and they're on, you know, cable television doesn't exist anymore, but it's still called the TNT title because, you know, oh, yeah, when they first started, it was on TNT. Like, that's cool. I like that, and I think that can age really well, no matter how often they bounce around. But that that's assuming a lot of things, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I like that. I like that they're sticking with that. At least that's the plan for now. Who knows? Maybe Miro might, like, eat it before they make the change. I mean, I, who knows the way he's going, but... <laughs> Next week on Dynamite, watch Miro eat the TNT title belt. <laughs> now tell me you win it. No, 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 not even, that. not even. Watch Miro wrestle Lance Archer. Winner gets to eat TNT title belt, or yeah. winner feeds belt to loser. I don't know. That's it. Are you telling me? Listen, I'm tired of this. Like, oh, tune in next week. We're gonna have the contract signing. Are you telling me if you told people tune in next week when Miro is going to eat the TNT title live on television, you wouldn't tune into that? I would absolutely tune into that. That'd be the greatest segment in wrestling history. Oh, man. Don't give Tony any ideas. Any ideas because he'll probably try it. It's never been done before. Nothing like it has right. ever been done before. No, it hasn't. Oh, man. Oh, my word. Speaking of Tony, two weeks ago, my dad finally got to meet Tony Schiavone. Uh, well, actually, oh, sweet. he's met him a couple times. He, he uh, the Kroger my dad's a manager of is like the Kroger Tony Schiavone goes to. So, oh, wow. yeah, so he sees him there. Uh, he's actually seen him there quite a bit, which is funny. But he finally got a That's picture amazing. with him like two weeks ago. So That's great. that was pretty funny. But um, yeah, that ha- doesn't have anything to do with anything. Um, all right. Well, that was the end of Dynamite, and therefore we have nothing else to talk about. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess not. Not unless you know, like, what kind of groceries Tony Schiavone gets. If you want to talk about that for a while. But oh that man, seems... I I don't. I don't. Know. Feels That's like a we could get point. you in trouble. <laughs> nah. Oh, man, I don't see how that could get anyone in trouble. Yeah, oh no. man. 
I don't know, man. I think that's it. I think as much as we tend to ramble, it's probably it's probably a good thing that we have a few slow episodes. Yeah. Why not? Ch- ch- change yeah. a pace. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Different. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so David Arquette isn't doing anything. I know. Is RJ City employed by WWE? Because I know he does like their uh, the bump show. I, I doubt I don't it. Know um, I don't know. Means. I don't know what how exactly that works, but I don't think so. I think it's just doing that show. Yeah, that's a weird gig for a wrestler. Hap, I don't know. This is this is neither here nor there. I just see clips of it occasionally. Like he did one this morning where he's an easy listening radio DJ who's a huge pro wrestling fan. So he's just doing those. <laughs> you probably know more about this than I do, but he's doing the, like the little reads in between songs, but it's just talking about wrestling. It's, it's weird, but I don't know. I could see him like trying to be that line between sports and entertainment and, you know, pro wrestling and old Hollywood that they supposedly want, but they're firing people now. So they're not going to hire him. I don't know. That's that's my attempt at a David Arquette connection. We really don't have any David Arquette news or anything else to talk about. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. We need David Arquette, David Arquette to uh, come back into um, come back into wrestling. NWA, baby, come on! It needs to happen. It needs to happen. I, I don't know why it hasn't happened yet, but um, but it needs. To- oh, okay. Here's something else we can talk about. This is the uh, 10 year anniversary of the pipe bomb. Oh, yeah, that's the day, literally today, as we record yeah, this. Yeah, as we record it's... this on Sunday the 27th, I guess. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's like, it, it didn't get me back into wrestling because I wouldn't discover wrestling for a few years after that point. But that is just, that's the peak. Like, if I have if, if I have time to sit down and explain to somebody, like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in professional wrestling – it's it's that feud and it's that match at Money in the Bank and it's that promo. I mean, it's just a work of art. It's incredible. Oh yeah, no, it, it is. Um, like I said, I remember, I remember when this happened. Um, I remember watching this happen and I remember just turning to my dad and be like, "That was amazing. Like, like that was totally different." Because uh, again. This is the like this is the peak of the monopoly WWE. Mm-hmm. Nothing else ever wrestling very one dimensional. Basically, yeah. just whatever WWE did. There was very little of anything else going on. And then at the peak of all of that, you have this promo coming out of nowhere from CM Punk, and just changed everything basically overnight literally like literally overnight and this whole feud helped shift wrestling and and that mixed within punk's championship run over the next year mm-hmm. it it set a different standard of wrestling and it it i think that honestly is the turning point with with where we are now with professional wrestling was this was this moment in this feud I think 100%. Yeah, like it, it it's fascinating to come in after the fact and realize like even thinking about it now for the first time like how much the wrestling world I I fell in love with in 2014 
owes to this moment because this moment, this pipe bomb promo and the feud that followed it, like I think this dynamic has already exi- has always existed to a certain extent, but it, it set the terms like it defined all the lines and the boundaries for this modern era of wrestling mm-hmm. that I started watching, which is you have the company guy and you have the artist and they're never, you know, and they're never going to get along. And it's that Batman Superman dynamic. And you're always going to root against the WWE guy. Yep. Just the, or the, or the crowd, will, right? Like if you can't find something to connect with, like, the, Daniel Bryan in the spring of 2014, that run doesn't happen if Punk hasn't kind of established those boundaries. Like that was the fullest evolution of what CM Punk started right there. And you can mm-hmm. argue, you know, it probably should have been him taking it to the mountaintop at WrestleMania. But without relitigating all of that, like he defined what all of this stuff is, especially in WWE, where the company is always going to be the biggest heel. And is at its best when they lean into that. It's it's phenomenal, man. It's a work of art. I love to see him share it because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't talk about wrestling a ton anymore. Mm-hmm. He tweets about hockey all the time. Right. But it's great to see him retweet that and be like, "Yeah, I know what I did. I know I'm good," <laughs> and just leave that there. That was that was great. Everybody, go watch it. Go watch it again if you've already watched it once today. Watch the Money in the Bank match, the best match of all time, in my opinion. And oh, Don't and also we it. we we would be we we can't talk about the the pipe bomb promo without talking about Stone Cold's tweet in response, <laughs> yes. which is that was just the first wonderful. Thing I saw today that reminded me of it's that. Just wonderful the fact that he said CM Punk just melted my fifty-two inch TV with a scorching hot promo delivery, yeah. content, and attitude. One of the best promos I've ever seen. Boom, and that you was know? the day of. Like that was not. You know, retroactively yeah. with every, no, that was like at the moment, right? You know, you've done something right when Stone Cold Steve Austin gets on the internet is like, everyone go watch this right now because I did and it was incredible. Oh man, <laughs> he knows, man, he knows, he knows it when he sees it. It is, it is. So, uh, so yeah, so that's the ten year anniversary, man. Ten years, ten mm. years since that happened, which is just nuts. It is. It's also I, – I, I wasn't watching at the time, so it's not as nuts for me. It's going to be nuts when we're like, yeah, 10 years ago, Daniel Bryan won the championship at WrestleMania 30. That's going to be weird. <laughs> yes, that's going to be very strange when we get when we get to that level. But uh, anyway, so um, yeah, that's kind of – I don't know. I, that, that was kind of a last-ditch effort there on adding some content here. I no, guess. that was good. That was good. I, let's confident, man. Come on. Stick with it. That was good. That's it for today's show, everybody. We're done. We're, I'm dragging this thing across the finish line. <laughs> there we go. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at Behind underscore Gorilla, and on Instagram, at Behind underscore Gorilla. And uh, follow me on Twitter, at Marky Mark Brand. And I'm at Harris Wilson. Let's go ahead and do that as well. And, um... Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, talk to you guys next time, unless Harris has any final thoughts. Oh, just that at some point, I'm going to do an episode all about Vicky Guerrero, just no. to just to really torture you. That's going to be a great episode. So someday that's going to happen. Look forward to that. I will be signing off, and we'll just leave the recording for Harris to talk, and then I'll come back when it's done. <sighs> On that note, see you guys. 